Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, August 24th, 2023, and this is another episode of Lots to, Lots to Talk About, <laughs> the Lots Project Podcast. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be a rough morning, guys. Um, hey, it's episode 503 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And uh, yeah, I was a little distracted this morning with uh, with the boys in the chat. They're talking about Chunk. And um, right as I went to um, start the mic, James says, do the truffle shuffle. And for about a half a second, I considered leading in with the shu truffle shuffle. And if you don't know what that is, uh, go back and watch some Goonies, and you will definitely, uh, definitely find out. And back with Butcher says, uh, Chunk loves the Lot Project. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What a way to start the morning. How's it going, guys? Hope everything is going well. Just sitting here sipping on some more light, uh, medium, medium light, I guess, is uh, the way it's listed, is medium light Honduran on the package, so... I'll go with the Roasters uh, recommended recommended title uh, with the medium light hunter, and it's fantastic. It's um, settling a little bit of uh, uneasy tummy this morning, so that's always nice. That's always nice. What are we talking about today? Uh, I'm going to be talking about ducking some jeeps down on my trip yesterday to uh, to Savannah, uh, and then what else I did, and something I noticed a little bit. Uh, kind of goes in line with um kind of goes in line with talking about um Corey's noticing the masks and things like that noticed something at uh, walmart yesterday i uh, was thinking while i was doing laundry about uh, tv programming and realizing some things about that so we'll touch on that a little bit and um man Corey and i got di diving down a conversation last night about uh, labels and how it spiraled out of control that everybody needs a label. So just touch on that just a little bit. I may have a, uh, a question or two about, uh, about a guest that applied for the show for you guys. See if it's something interested, interesting that you would want to see and then uh, take a little live audience poll and then go into uh, probably into the telegram chat and pull it out there. So um, backwards butcher says, don't get me started on labels. Had a uh, had a question here earlier. Uh, I'm going to put it up on the screen now. James asked real early, uh, about two quarter to three in the morning. I don't know if he was on his way home trying to figure out how to take care of a uh, take care of a female friend that he was bringing home, and she said, "Hey, bartender, uh, put it in a dirty dirty glass." <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, uh, let's see. I bartended for a decade, but I bartended. Mm, man, it would have been. 20-ish years ago now um for that decade i uh i would have to say now i'm i'm prefacing this uh i'm prefacing this with um i'm prefacing this with the fact that things change constantly constantly even even at the same time so even if you're uh if you're bartending in new york and you go to california i found this when i went from new york to minnesota um the drinks are called the same and the, the the recipes and lingo and everything, it's all different. Um, if someone walked up to my bar currently, like if I got a job at the bar down the road and they came in and they said they wanted it in a dirty glass, I would um, instinctively probably take uh, some olive juice from the olive container, put it in the glass, swish it around, maybe possibly with ice, depending on the glass, the drink that they want. Uh, swish it around and then dump that out uh, as far as dirtying the glass. And that's about as dry. Um, it, it's also the same same technique used for a dry glass for a martini. So that's what I would go with. Um, I'm not sure what um, not sure what uh, what you're looking at, James. So I don't know. I don't know. Is that uh is that uh, is that what you were getting at? Is that the the meaning that you know of as far as uh, as far as in a dirty glass for a drink? I don't know. 
Backwoods Butcher says, pretty sure that means anal. Put it in my dirty glass. <laughs> I guess. I guess. A little early for that, but um, <laughs> what? early. Uh, James says he was working. He was, yeah. Backwoods Butcher says, I've already been on the show. Just have, have to have me back on. Yeah. No, um, this, this guest uh, is legit. It's, it's just interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Backwoods Butcher says it's ever too early for anal. Uh, I don't know. You're the boss, man. You're the boss. <laughs> uh, good morning, Philippine Nomad. How we doing? How's it going? Pip, gingerbread, backwoods, all hanging out and uh, causing me issues. So anyway, we're up six in minutes. So let's let's uh, get rolling with Perfect Cup and then into uh, the history and we'll get rolling with the end of this the end of the uh, <laughs> the end of the show no it's not donald trump donald trump did not apply to be on the lost project podcast um oh gingerbread farm says it was in a movie man orders girly drink says put it in a dirty glass probably because it's a bitch drink i don't know <laughs> i probably should know the movie but i don't know that either so anyway let's get to the perfect cup All right, it's time for the 149th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. Uh, push the question out daily. Uh, today will actually probably be the last one for a while. I'll put it out there today. We'll answer the final Perfect Cup question tomorrow. But hey, we are here today. We're going to answer today's question. And today's question is, what is one step you recently did to take back control of your destiny? Question is, what is one step you recently did to take back control of your destiny? Now, um, I go back and forth. Like I said all along, uh, 149 questions in, I I. I purge these questions off of lists that I find. Like, I can't come up with 150 questions. I mean, I could, but you guys would be like, what? Um, so I do, I go and I uh, I research, I find lists, I pick and choose from here and there. Uh, sometimes they don't, aren't worded as, uh, it, it's not worded as thoroughly as I would like or properly. Destiny, I don't know if necessarily is the right term. And taking control of your destiny, hmm, there's certain things you can do to mitigate certain uh, certain things. But I don't know. I don't know. Are we uh, are we just rolling along to to where we're supposed to go? Like, are we going to end up there anyway? If it's your destiny, how are you changing it? But regardless, I'm picking apart my own question. Let's get to the answers. I uh, I did weigh in with an answer, and uh, let's see if I can find my notes. Computer shut down again last night, restarted on its own. So I'm all sideways here. I really got to learn Linux. Um, maybe that should be something to do to control my own destiny. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to the answers. My answer is uh, we recently secured uh, some beef. Uh, I think, I think uh, we are all starting to see the warning signs of what may be coming here in the next... Um, in the next couple months um, going into fall, like we've experienced it over and over. I don't think that, um, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that it's going to go sideways again. And um, yeah. So I was curious, like if we could figure out beef, uh, I got a message from a community member that uh, was really right timing and we were able to secure um, some decent beef and also a place to store it. And to be able to to take it as we can take it because we have a small small freezer, small refrigerator and stuff here. And that was one of the biggest things that I was concerned about on the road as we left uh, Minnesota was leaving all the deep freezers behind, leaving all the protein production and the meat production and the greens production, and being able to uh, to now feel that we've had um, um now feel or now that we've secured that beef, it feels a little bit better. I mean, a quarter beef is is what it is. Uh, it's not forever. It's not going to last forever. But you know, 
it, it, it buys a little time to figure out something to do if we're starving. So there is that. I'm excited about that. Let's get to the other answers that came in in the chat, and uh, then we'll move on to some that are firing up here in the in the chat in the chat live. Kyle Backwoods Butcher weighed in and said, "Firing a customer who disrespected my family and still is still in the middle of it." Yeah, we uh, we talked about um, we talked about that. Kyle and I talked about it on Tuesday. Uh, he gave me a buzz, and uh, yeah, I think he made the right call, man. Like knowing everything about it, knowing everything about the situation that you've shared, uh, you made the right call. Rest assured, it was a good step and then a step in the right direction. Uh, definitely might feel like a little backwards, but in the end, it's going to be great. Micah weighed in and said, got a better mobile device. Now I need to figure out how to make video with it. Uh, and then a little while later, he replied to his own comment and said, stupid phone is carrier locked. I will have to source another one. This is about how most things seem to go for me. Hey, Micah, before you throw that phone out, uh, can you unlock it? Can you jailbreak it? There's a lot of people out there, in, especially in this community, that know how to do that type of thing. So maybe before you get rid of it or go searching for another, you might want to take a few minutes to see if you can get that unlocked. Joseph Blakely weighed in and said he started a YouTube channel and starting my own business. Hey, man, um, that second part for sure. Uh, the first part can turn into something definitely um a step in the right direction man uh to, to controlling your destiny you give up a lot of control when you uh when you make it a, a business especially like you're doing uh like kyle's doing josh is doing it, it is up to a lot of other people uh what happens but you get as much control as you can you're not at the whim of a of an employer but uh there also there is also a lot of trade-offs to go with that James uh, weighed in said, I got a lawyer and started the divorce prices, the divorce process. I shut off the gas lights. Yeah, man. I I have nothing to say on that one. I uh, been through it, been down that road, been feeling everything you're feeling anytime you express uh, express thoughts about uh, the things you're going through, the process that's going through. It um, is definitely, definitely definitely um I, I i feel your your struggles and your uh and your thoughts like because i was thinking the same thing so anyway uh pip weighed in right this morning i think he was he was trying to figure something out he waited to the last minute and then he dropped something in that said i got nothing for now dude you're uh you decided to come to srf um you posted in our group you're gonna you're gonna participate in our tent in the community tent at srf and uh, you were you were sourcing supplies and things that we need yesterday. So I think that's a pretty decent step in the in the right direction to controlling your destiny. You made a fucking decision, man. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that is all it takes. Backwards Butcher says it's a great channel. If you're not following Joseph Blakesley, definitely go check that out. I believe it's Blakesley Acres. Um, I have it on my subscription list. I would have to go back and look at the exact channel name, but definitely check that out. He does put out some some pretty good videos for sure. And Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, to, send, to mention another YouTube channel if you're looking for something cool to watch. Dude makes videos. I have no idea how he figured it out. Um, we, uh, we joke around with him that he's not the brightest bulb in the box, but uh, man, the dude figured out video quick. Like he does quality long and short format videos. I uh, I think coming out of the gate, the, the the quality of his stuff is definitely. You're gonna want to stick around and see how much better he gets. <coughs> Canadian Farmstead dropped one in the in the chat, and uh, says the perfect cup answer. Growing a lot of his own food. Um, weird. We've had a couple that are uh, regarding food uh, and destiny. It's kind of makes sense and. Um, <laughs> yeah so yeah well i'm gonna talk about this later i'm gonna star these and talk about this later in the show it doesn't have to go in the perfect cup and uh anyway yes those are all the answers i have unless i missed one here in the chat but i think i'm scrolling back up through and i don't see uh see anything else it's another episode of the perfect cup join us tomorrow for the final episode 
at least for now. I can't say that I will never bring it back. I just can't do that because I do enjoy the the interaction. I do enjoy the question and answer. And I'm trying to figure out how to possibly just bring it in live um, on the show. But we'll see. Anyway, we are doing it tomorrow. And I will put that question out today. I will put it all around socials. I'll put it in the Telegram chat. I will put it in the Telegram group. Be sure to get your answer heard. And leave a message if you want. You're you can leave a message. I might kill myself for doing this. I might hate myself for doing this, but answer the question and leave a message. And we'll read them tomorrow. We'll go as long as we got to with the perfect cup. And then we'll send it off with a... Uh, uh, <laughs> send it off with a bang. We will, uh, we will keep doing questions, Kyle. Don't worry. Kyle says he's dying inside knowing there won't be any more perfect cup questions. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, we will still get community answers. We will <laughs> we will get it done. Canadian Farmstead and Kyle are commiserating. They're going to send each other questions to answer and read the answers back and forth to each other. Oh, guys, what have I started here? Anyway, this has been another episode of The Perfect Cup. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for episode 150. Now back to the main show. Wow. <laughs> oh man hey i'm back uh right before the sorry i had to check something i don't think it's gonna make a difference but anyway right before the um right during the perfect cup there kyle was asking or kyle was mentioning something about youtube and hitting the youtube lottery and it really doesn't matter how good you are or this or that and um he says you're at the whim of youtube they don't like scary blood dude um the fact that you had one video um age restricted does not mean that uh that youtube does not like blood <laughs> Dude, we got age restrictions for Corey walking barefoot down the road. If you weren't around for that, um, yes. So you're at YouTube's whim. It's not necessarily blood. It's just at their whim. There's no uh, there's no rhyme or reason to what they're getting back. Um, anyway, hold on one second, guys. I do have to have a fan on here, but I can't have that one on because it seems like it's dropping the internet. All right, I'm back. All right, it's a crazy morning here, guys. It is it is really warm, very 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 warm, and we uh, we like to kick the air off for a little while in the morning because it's super cold in the trailer, super warm outside. It warms up very very quickly in here. We tried to have the the floor air mover on, and for some reason there is a um, <laughs> for some reason there is a. Uh, interference with the the wi-fi signal and the the floor fan that i bought it's weird it's it's so odd uh but i can turn it on and the wi-fi signal drops i think i've talked about it before on the show the wi-fi signal drops and turn it off and it comes back so who the fuck knows i don't know my luck i would buy the the one fan that has the same frequency as my wi-fi router all right, guys, let's get to history. This also is coming up on uh, some of the final days of history. Pip worked diligently yesterday to get this together and uh, shot it off to me. I have scanned it today. I, uh, I scanned it last night. It, it looks like a good one. So let's get right to it and we will uh, roll through history. All right, everybody, this is lots of history for august 24th 2023 uh, august 24th 2023 hello humans and hello and be sure to turn up the music after the podcast pip here planning on blasting some golden oldies and some strange music why well we'll tell you a little later and two holidays celebrate music today there's a few more things that happened today and back in the day Cheers, humans, and happy Friday Eve, and do enjoy your lots of history. 
Kyle says I'm ruining his life because I'm I'm dropping the history. But here you go, buddy. Here is uh, Thursday, August 24th. 12-15. Yes, 12-15. Pope Innocent III issues a, a bill declaring the Magna Carta invalid at the request of England's Pope, King Pope King John. Pope Innocent III declared the Magna Carta annulled, which resulted in the rebellion of the English barons who rejected the disenfranchisement. The Magna Carta, you should know from high school. Uh, I'm going to skip this part, Pip. I do, uh, I do appreciate the whole story of King John and uh, Queen Isabella. And if you folks want to read an interesting story about a lot of kids over a lot of years, definitely check out the Lots Project uh, thelotsproject.com and find the blog post for today's episode. Uh, this day, August 24th, 1662, the 1662 Book of Common Prayer is legally enforced as the, the liturgy the, of the Church of England, precipitating the great ejection of dissenter ministers from their benef benefices. Pip's notes, Pip looked through the wiki page, huh, the Book of Common Prayer. 1552 edition, 59 edition, something in 62, something else in 71, 1604, 1637. He lost track of all the book changes. Weird. I thought this religion stuff was just set in stone. Like it came from long ago in a mysterious place and God just handed us the answers. How the fuck did they change it all? Weird. August 24th, 1814, British troops invade Washington, D.C., and during the burning of Washington, the White House, the Capitol, and many other buildings are set ablaze. A British army led by Major General Robert Ross marched on Washington City that night. That night, his forces set fire to multiple government and military buildings, including the presidential mansion and the United States Capitol. The attack was, in part, a retaliation for prior American actions in British-held Upper Canada in which U.S. forces had burned and looted York the previous year and had then burnt large portions of Port Dover. Less than four days after the attack began, a heavy thunderstorm, probably a hurricane, and a tornado extinguished the fires and caused further destruction. The British occupation of Washington lasted roughly 26 hours following the storm. The British returned to their ships, many of which required repairs due to the storm. Pip's notes. President Madison leans over to his VP. Hey, Madison says, so not too great of a house. I like it at the gray color. It reminded me of the sandstone from Aquina, Virginia. The vice president says, well, Smith, down the street, just got a bunch of white paint. It'll work. What? A white house? That'll work. <laughs> they just painted the new one. They just painted it white. That's why it was the white house. Uh, this day, August 24th, 1932, Amelia Earhart becomes the first woman to fly across the United States nonstop. She flew from Los Angeles to Newark, New Jersey. Why would you want to go to Newark? 34-year-old uh, Earnhardt set off Earhart, excuse me, Dale Earnhardt or Amelia Earhart, <laughs> set off from Har Harbor Grace, Newfoundland, with a copy of the Telegraph Journal given to her by journalist Stuart. Truman to confirm the date of the flight. She intended to fly to Paris in her single-engine Lockheed Vega 5B to emulate Charles Lindbergh's solo flight five years earlier. After a flight lasting 14 hours and 56 minutes, during which she contended with strong northerly winds, icy conditions, and mechanical problems, er Earhart landed in a pasture in Colmore, north of Derry, North Ireland. Pip, you put the wrong notes, my man. That's her flight to... Uh, that's her flight to England, not to <laughs> not across the US. Whoops. <laughs> August, August 24th, 1938. The Quillen incident. A Japanese warplane shoots 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 down the Quellen, a Chinese civilian airliner, killing 14. It is the first recorded instance of a civilian airliner being shot down. In 1938. During the Second Sino-Japanese War, the Quillen, a DC-2 jointly operated by China National Aviation Corporation and Pan American Worldwide Airways carrying 18 passengers and crew, was forced down by a Japanese aircraft in Chinese territory just north of Hong Kong. The Quillen, which made an emergency water landing to avoid the attack, was strafed by the Japanese and sunk in a river. The American pilot Hugh L. Woods and two others survived. Three prominent Chinese bankers, Hugh Young, 
Sing Lo Xu and Wang Huemi were among the dead. It was later believed to be an assassination attempt on the Chinese president, Sung Yatin's only son, Sun Fu, who was believed by the Japanese to be aboard but missed the flight. Why, sure, I'll list the airliner <clears throat> incidents post Quellen. It was the first one. How many do you think have been, have, how many incidents have happened with passenger airliners since, since 1938? Pip says there's another 70 incidents with passenger airliners. And I can't believe that's crashes. I can't have to believe that is, uh, that is incidents. August 24th, 1954, the Communist Control Act goes into effect, outlawing the American Communist Party in the United States. We can only have two shitty parties here. We can't have a third. An American law signed by President Dwight Eisenhower on August 24th, 1954, that outlaws the Communist Party of the United States and criminalizes membership in or support of that party or communist action organizations and defines evidence to be considered by a jury in determining participation in these activities, planning, actions, objectives, or purposes of such organizations. It's a crime to think about things, boys. Just remember that. It's been that way since 1954. August 24th, 1992, Hurricane Andrew makes landfall in Homestead, Florida as a Category 5 hurricane, causing up to $25 billion 1992 U.S. dollars in damage. It is the most destructive hurricane to ever hit Florida in terms of structure, damage, or destroyed, and remained the costliest in financial terms until the Hurricane Irma surpassed its 25 years later. Andrew was also the strongest landfall hurricane in the United States in decades, and the costliest hurricane to strike anywhere in the country until it was surpassed by Katrina in 2005. Or that one that hit Washington, D.C. while it was on fire. I don't know. We we don't know. Um, we don't know. Uh, August 24th, 1995, Microsoft Windows 95 was released to the public in North America. Oh, God, thanks. Uh, accompanied by an extensive marketing campaign, Windows 95 introduced numerous functions and features that were featured in later Windows versions and continued the modern variations to this day, such as the taskbar notification area and the start button. It is considered to be one of the biggest and most important products in the personal computing industry. Pips notes, so you need to hit the start icon to turn the computer off. <laughs> August 26, 2006, the International Aristomic Astronomical Union redefines the term planet such that Pluto is now considered a dwarf planet. The International Astronomical Union define, defined in August 2006 that in the solar system, a planet is a celestial body that is in orbit around the sun, has sufficient mass to assume hydrostatic equilibrium, a nearly round shape, and has clear cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. Pips notes, yeah, I lost track of what someone thinks of Pluto. The science keeps changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I was curious. I want to scroll back up here to this uh, to this uh, Communist Control Act. Is that still is that still in 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 uh, in the books? Because I know a lot of people that could just go to jail, and I wouldn't miss them. <laughs> no, nah, they're allowed to think whatever they want. <laughs> um, let's see, August twenty fourth, twenty fourteen, a magnitude six earthquake strikes. The San Francisco Bay Area in the largest in the area since 1989. I remember the 89 uh, one. I was watching a baseball game when it happened. A 6.0 on the mo on the moment magnitude scale, and with a maximum Mercalli intensity of uh, eight, which is severe. The event was the largest in the San Francisco Bay Area since the 1989 Loma Prieta earthquake. Happy birthday, August 26th. We got James Wendell, uh, Agnes Marshall. Uh, okay, James Wendell in 1787, Agnes Marshall in 1852, uh, 1919, Tosia Altman, member of the Polish resistance in World War II, courier and smuggler. Uh, and yeah, okay, that check that guy out. 
August 24th, 1934, Kenny Baker, English actor, an English actor, comedian, and musician. He portrayed the character R2-D2 in Star Wars franchise and also appeared in The Elephant Man, Time Bandits, Willow, Flash Gordon, Amadeus, and Labyrinth. 1945, this day in 1945, Vince McMahon, American wrestler, promoter, and entrepreneur, and the co-founder of the WWF, which then had to change their name to the WWE. An American businessman, media pro proprietor, and professional wrestling executive, he's the executive chairman of the WWE, the world's largest professional wrestling company, having previously served as its chairman, CEO, and controlling shareholder for 40 years. Do you, does anybody in the audience remember when they switched from WWF to WWE because of the animals? That was interesting. Just the side. Uh, August 24th, 1957, Stephen Fry, English actor, journalist, producer, and screenwriter, an English actor, broadcaster, comedian, director, audiobook narrator, and writer. Fry has been the reader for the British version of all the J.K. Rawlings Harry Potter series of audiobooks. He has also read for Douglas Adam, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy film. Pips notes, this dude seems cool. Steven sticks out to me from an interview question he was asked what he would do if he woke up and God was asking him, why should I welcome you into heaven? The response was priceless, ranting about how dare you if that was your work and rips and rips on anything from politicians, cancer and children, and another few minutes with the things that would be discussed. Wow. Um, man, that's kind of tearing into God for sure. Uh, who died today, 1103, Magnus Barefoot, which who was a Norwegian king. Um, Magnus, Magnus III Olofsson, better known as Magnus Barefoot, was the king of Norway from, from 1093 until his death in 1103. His reign was marked by aggressive military campaigns and conquests, particularly in the Norse-dominated parts of the British Isles, where he extended his rule to the Kingdom of the Isles and Dublin. Uh, dude was barefoot, but he was a badass. Uh, this day, who died in 1595, Thomas Diggs, American ma or English mathematician and astronomer, not American in 1595. Thomas Diggs was an English mathematician and astronomer who was the first to expound, uh, expound the Coper Copernican system in English, but discarded the notion of a fixed shell of immovable stars to postulate infinity many stars at varying distances. Wow. He was the first to postulate the dark night sky paradox. He attempted to determine the, par the parallax of the 1572 supernova observed by Tycho Brahe and, and concluded it had to be beyond the orbit of the moon. This contradicted Aristotle's view of the universe, according to which no change could take place among the fixed stars. Huh. 1821, John William Polidori, English writer and physician, 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 excuse me. John William Polidori was a British writer and physician. He is known for his associations with the Romantic movement and credited by some as the, the creator of the vampire genre of fantasy fiction. His most successful work was the, story, the short story, The Vampire, from 1819, the first published modern vampire story. Although, although the story was the first erroneously credited to Lord Byron, both Byron and Polidori affirmed that the author was Polidori. Um, 1967, Henry J. Kaiser, American businessman and founder of Kaiser Shipyards and Kaiser Aluminum. Uh, and, and in 2017, this day, J. Thomas died, American actor, comedian, radio talk show host, an American actor, comedian, and radio personality. He was heard in New York from 1976 to 1979 and on Top 40 Station 99X, and later on Rhythmic CHR Station 92KTU, and in Los Angeles beginning in 1986 on KPWR Power 106, where he hosted the station's top-rated morning show until 1993. B93! <laughs> Holidays today. What's going on around the world on this day? Holiday in Liberia. We got Flag Day. It's International Strange Music Day. The link takes me to this dude's page, Patrick Grant, 
born in 1963, is a Detroit-born American composer living and working in New York City. His works are a synthesis of classical, popular, and world music styles that have found place in concert halls, films, theater, dance, and visual media over three continents. It's also National Waffle Day. This is an international day, a tradition that is celebrated in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark on the 25th of March, which is also the Feast of the Annunciation, upon which waffles are typically eaten. They have it on March 25th and uh, August 24th. I suppose waffles are pretty good. It's also Nostalgia Night in Uruguay, an annual celebration of music from the past. It is celebrated over 20, uh, every 24th of August. All dance clubs, radio stations, and many other events play the golden oldies. Cheers, my dudes, and have a better than halfway decent Friday Eve and do enjoy the party. I was told there would be cake. <laughs> from Duction Cups. Reminding all of you that someone out there that you know thinks your music is weird. Just saying. Just saying. Backwards Butcher says, are blue waffles included? Everyone should Google it. Man. <laughs> oh, man. What is going on? What is going on? I can't, I can't read all these comments. That's not good. Anyway, let's uh, let's get uh, let's get going on the show. Ah, Thursday, guys. Thursday got a uh, got an interview set up this afternoon. I will be joining Nicole Sauce on LFTN today. I think it's at two. Um, not sure if we're doing live. I imagine we are. I'm pretty sure she does all her uh, all her recording live. So. Join us, LFTN, two uh, two o'clock. Um, I'm not sure if it'll uh, if it'll end up getting blasted out to uh, blasted out to my channels or not. So um, keep an eye, keep an eye. I mean, Nicole's pretty open about that usually, so uh, we'll see if uh, if I can tag along on my channel. But we're gonna be talking about uh, giving our voice, figuring out our voice, rebranding, all that stuff that I've been working on for the last couple months, um, month and a half or so, I guess. And uh, she's been doing the similar with some of her stuff. So I think we're going to talk about that. And um, yeah, who knows? Who knows where it'll go with Nicole? I'm guessing we'll talk a little bit about SRF and uh, what we both have going on. So I'm looking forward to that at 2 central time. Uh, what else do we hear? Yesterday, I took a trip down to Savannah. It was Wednesday. It's our grocery day, uh, laundry day, all of that stuff. Um uh, Corey and I have really been excited to uh, get the humidity to drop out a little bit and hopefully start doing a lot more laundry locally here at our place, uh, outside, by hand. Yesterday, I felt a little bit like, man, I really could have done all this laundry. We've kind of gotten caught up from our trip, got caught up on all the bedding, all the extra laundry that we accumulated from a month traveling. And, um, man, yesterday it was like one basket full. I'm like, man, I could have probably pounded through this yesterday morning. And then I walked outside and realized that I don't think there was any, any room in the air to drop any moisture out or, uh, pull any moisture out of those clothes. So, and it was a nice day to sit in the laundry mat. I'm not going to lie. It was about 68 degrees in there and, uh, felt great. So headed down, did that, uh, and headed over to, walmart for groceries i was going to go to the kroger but uh looking for dog food ended up at the ended up at the walmart and uh first off i was able to uh to drop some ducks off some uh, duction cups i i pulled into the parking lot and saw a couple of uh of jeeps in the parking lot and i could see that they had some ducks on the on the dash so i uh, grabbed a couple duction cups cleaned off cups and just right onto the door, right by the door handle. And so I dropped them off. I've started, uh, I started attaching one of my business cards. I have a stack of business cards that have the wrong, they have the wrong, I guess it's not the wrong address. They had an old website address on it. And so I've had to redirect that to my site. It is what it is, but I just kind of want to get rid of them and get, get cards that have the right information on them instead of having to dick around with the redirect. And, um, <laughs> um and so 
sorry, Kyle sent Kyle was sent me sideways here. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, so yeah, I put the I uh, I punch holes in them and I just attached them because uh, suction cups. When Lisa sends me when Lisa sends me swag to give away, I um, they come with a little duction cup card on them. It's got a hole and then the the plug. The plug from Plugsy goes through the the tag and then into the into the duct. And so I just popped holes in some of these old business cards and um, and I uh, <laughs> and I give them out. And so I uh, I ducked a couple jeeps. So that's cool. We'll see if there's any um, any full circle on there, either with duction cups or with my stuff. Uh, I am a member of a couple of groups here in Tennessee that the people post when they get ducked. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a conscious. I'm just observing the whole thing. Like I don't have a Jeep and, um, but I like the deduction cups and I'm, I'm more than happy to promote it. And so it's a different world for sure. They're interesting folks. That's for sure. But anyway, I got those ducks on there and then I went in and I noticed something, uh, that kind of tied into, what we've been talking about, uh, what I've been bringing up a little bit, uh, I, I've been bringing up a little bit of the forecasting this fall. The um, Corey starting to see masks on her TikTok. Uh, people talking lockdowns. I saw last night in one of my Telegram groups, uh, All Around Growth with Rob Kaiser. I was over in his group, and he said that they, I just happened to catch the end of the message. I don't know what the whole conversation was about, but the one I saw was they're starting to mask up and do social distancing in his area in Ohio. It's coming, guys. It's coming for sure. Um, yesterday at Walmart, I don't know. I go, I go there every Wednesday. Like, this is my grocery day. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you go on a different day and like the shelves are empty because they did, they get their truck that night or something like that. I go every, every Wednesday and there were a lot of empty products, a lot compared to previous weeks. Every Wednesday, every Wednesday. So I don't know I don't know if it just happened to be a delivery that didn't come in if if they were short staffed I don't know but they were things that probably shouldn't have been gone So just an observation I'm not saying anything's going on I'm not I'm not I'm I'm kind of guessing what's going to go on in the future. But as far as the shelves being empty, I'm not sure if it was a coincidence or foreshadowing or um, just getting things in your mind that that's what's going on. Corey and I really believe that that's what the, the masking on, uh, on the social media uh, and um, kind of funneling that into the people's main, the people's brains that, Oh, here we go. It's fall again. We all got to get our masks. I'm hoping so. I mean, not for me, like, Obviously, I don't want any of you guys to have to succumb to that or or bow down to that. But I'm also going to try to make some money off it. I told you yesterday, the day before, I just started making masks and uh, and putting them out there on Etsy and some other print-on-demand sites. Like, why not? Why not? If they're going to be crazy, they're going to be stupid, let them buy it. Um. Mm, Backwoods Butcher says, I didn't participate in the last one. Definitely not going to be participating in this go around, uh, especially as a business owner with no kids in public childcare. It is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I heard an interesting theory floated the other day that there isn't even going to be another variant. It's just going to be all the jabs. They're like a time bomb. And they're going to all test positive for a new variant that is going to kill us all when it was willingly injected. That's a theory I heard floated that I didn't go like my uh, my alarm bells did not go off where like, oh, my God, that could never be true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Gingerbread Farm says, I noticed almost all the black people at the casino had masks, but only the black people had them. I, you know, I've, I can't say that I've noticed the same, but I have noticed different, um, I don't know what the word is, genres of people, um, cult, not, it's not cultures, pockets of people, like different areas. Like you go to one town or county, especially when I was in Minnesota, uh, through the last whole thing with uh, lockdowns and mass and mass required and all this shit. As I drove around the state, different pockets were uh, all in, fuck you, like uh, side to side. Like you, you really couldn't tell. And some of them surprised me. Some of them made sense. Some of them were, you know, a 700, uh, a 700 resident town where they're just like, yeah, we're not doing your bullshit. But some of them were surprising where people kind of resisted. I was surprised at least. But it's weird. It's a it's a weird phenomenon where it takes hold. I don't know if it's um, personal experience. Did somebody die like that in that community? I don't I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um backwards butcher says you should make a mask that says I only breathe through my mouth. Um, Pip says my shop is just outside what could be considered the ghetto-ish and people walking down the street alone with masks on is there a campaign going on is this is this uh is this gonna pre is this gonna precede the vote for the vote for the left campaign in the in the poorer neighborhoods in the cities like we can't we can't pretend that doesn't happen right like i don't think it's a racist thing well at least not from the people observing it maybe from the people doing it um but it seems really uh interesting that um the mask phenomena is infiltrating through the same door that the the left tries to garner votes hmm and i don't know maybe the right does too i've just never observed that i've never observed uh, the right version of acorn in uh, in poor neighborhoods in the city signing people up to vote just an observation i don't know i don't know <coughs> anyway uh, speaking of uh, of the COVIDs, the COVIDs or whatever, I got an application last night, guys, um, an email, actually just a message from a guy that wants to come on the show. And I was going to read the message to you guys and uh, take a vote. Uh, maybe just a, uh, a rough guess on the vote here in the live chat, but I'll, uh, I'll put it up as a poll in the Telegram chat. Um, it's from Dr. Oh, what was his name here? I didn't copy his name over, but hold on one second. Dr. Ravi Iyer, MD, uh, sent me a message yesterday. And uh, what do you guys think? It says, I have lots to talk about the pandemic. Because if you thought the pandemic is over, boy, am I going to bust your bubble. COVID may no longer be only a persistent seasonal annoyance, but the policies and pressures of government and agencies and the in internal arrogance of man and hunger for power will ensure that the pandemics are around the corner. I describe all this in my book, The Reaper's Dance, and outline simplistic strategies to ensure how you can remain safe. <laughs> I got yes, all the yes, sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like... It's interesting. I don't know if this guy is is um is uh is pro prophylactic uh mask and vax and all that shit or if he's anti. Like it's such a I I read it like four times last night is the thing to myself and I read it to Corey and um each time I took a little different uh a little different feel on it. I'll write him back. I'll bring him on. I'll bullshit with the guy. Like, why not? Why not? I'm 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 curious. It's going to be really relevant really soon. My only issue, um, <laughs> my only my only issue, um, 
is I don't want to get snagged on uh, on YouTube. And if this dude is out blasting blasting pandemic message, he might be on sort of uh, on a, a logarithm that'll just get the the show next uh, on YouTube. Maybe I'll do. Uh, maybe that's one that can be like a uh, an audio release only. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> it could be weird. Um, Canadian Farmstead. <laughs> Canadian Farmstead says, "I wonder how much salt water he thinks we should drink a day." <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't know what he's talking about, definitely go back and listen to all the old episodes of Lots to Talk About. The interview shows. Um, I think you're gonna want to watch uh, Ian Clark for that one. Ian Clark, yeah, old Ian. He he uh, he drinks a lot of salt water, and it's it's helped him uh, get better. So you can listen to the episode for yourself and decide. I am no person's judge by any means. They can uh, they can drink gallons of highly concentrated salt water if they like. Uh, real quick here before we uh, move on to the day, I, I I settled on at least the initial rotation of topics for uh the show i uh i went with i just kind of brainstormed out everything that i wanted to talk about uh, basically uh because i have to talk about what i want to talk about to make it make it passionate passionate or, or you know um to give a shit in the long term you know i can um i can fake it for a little while you know talk about whatever but uh, to really be sustainable, to really put the time and the effort in to make it as valuable a show as I can, I had to kind of pick topics that I like, um, if that makes sense. So it is um, kind of a wide array. And it draws from my past, from my present, and hopefully future. Uh, but the seven that I'm going to rotate through, and I got, I have them set up for the first three weeks of the, of the change starting on Monday. But uh, the topics are going to randomly rotate through. I got RV living and camping and hip camp and um, that kind of whole realm. Um, content creation, everything from video to audio to uh, social media to, I mean, any, these are wide, broad topics. They got to last for a long time, guys. And uh, another one will be coffee. Uh, all sorts of different stuff about coffee. Stuff you didn't even know you wanted to know. The science behind it. Um, why different brewing methods would like like just yeah bear with me on that one uh side hustles uh everything from uh ideas to things to watch out for whatever uh comes up in really in relation to side hustles and we're gonna have a, a day every seven day uh rotation like i said they're gonna be random so they might be back to back or they might be 14 days apart I'm going to talk about some anarchism, some uh, some basics, diving into that. Uh, maybe talk about some um, some anarchist thinkers, their writing um, down those lines. Also, going to talk about a lot about self sufficiency and in whatever capacity that is. It might be for somebody in an apartment. It might be somebody on a hundred acres. Like just things that anybody can learn from. And then Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Like let's talk about what it is, how to get into it, strategies for accumulating it, ways to make it, uh, ways to spend it. So, yeah, yeah. So that is that. Those are the kind of the topics I went through. And then uh, to get the topic order, I didn't want to do days. I had I had more than five. I didn't want to cut down to five, but I, seven is just a weird, odd number when you do five shows a week. So I decided to... Um, I double randomly picked the topics for the, the first three weeks. So the first 15 shows, uh, I did a random number generator to give each day a value. And then I did a random number generator to give each topic a value. And then I did another roll and picked them. It was, it was while I was doing laundry yesterday. I was like, what is the most random way I can come up with to throw these seven topics at the show? And so it is, it's set. Uh, I have the topic set out. I'm really diving into uh, titles and and outlines and things like that. So it should be good. It should be full of value and information. I think it's going to be stuff that you can uh, take single episodes and share them with a friend that may be interested in that specific episode. Uh, that's the hope, at least. Also going to try to get, um, get populating as search results 
when people when people are trying to figure out the answers to different questions. So there's that. There's that. Um, <sighs> James Gingerbread says, I don't know about wide, broad topics, but I can speak on any topic of wide broads. The paradox that, that binds us all. Um, guys, I think that's about it today. So that's uh, that's coming up. We're just trying to ride out this week and um, and pound out a bunch a bunch of prep. Uh, I'm really getting to the point where I'm ahead, uh, moving into next week and uh, figuring out that schedule to to keep ahead to make it solid. So it's not last minute. It's not half assed. Like I I'm planning out the time to put into the show to make it as good as I can. And really try to uh, to make a go at it and try to spread it around. So I'm going to ask you guys, uh, you guys for help with that going forward. Any uh, any ideas or topics, ideas that you want out of those that I read, I will also post them over in the Telegram chat at some point. Pin them up, and if you have any topic ideas, uh, feel free to drop them over there. Message me uh, directly at at thelotsproject.com, or you can send me a message on any social, whatever, wherever you want. Uh, and let me know what you want to hear, because I want to talk about what you guys want to hear, but it has to be in the realms of the topics that I, I understand and can get in, get in uh, and really get um, get uh, going with it. So there is that. Uh, Kyle, good, good morning. Hi, Corey. How are we doing? Uh, she's doing great. She's doing great. She's worn out. She's she's beat up from work. Uh, I, I've been listening to her days um, training and things like that. And man. She's tired and I don't blame her. I don't blame her for sure. She's working hard and uh, trying to get to that flow where uh, where she can just work with numbers all day. She's excited for that. Very, very, very excited to just work with numbers and uh, pound them out. So love her to death. And uh, she makes this possible at the moment. So uh, you guys should love her, too. Not that way. Um, that's for me. <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, Backwoods Butcher says, topic idea, best product to trim your genitals. Why are you cutting off your genitals? <laughs> oh, item of the day today is the, uh, the Mueller French Press. This thing that I make coffee in every day. Every We're 502 episodes. Um, we're 502 episodes into the show, and, uh, and man, it's still kicking strong. It's 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 stainless, and it's uh, it's 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 just tough. So I suggest if you want to drink good coffee and you want to take a couple minutes to make it the right way or the best way that I've found uh, between efficiency and uh, taste, definitely check out a French press. The Mueller French press is one I recommend. in the video and audio descriptions. It is what it is, guys. Rolling with the Starlink. <laughs> anyway, pick up a Mueller French Press. If you have any questions about coffee, you can always go to the site and uh, and drop in for a 30-minute free consultation. We'll talk about anything. We'll talk about your life, my life, uh, questions you have. Uh, yeah, drop me a, drop me a line and we will uh, we'll figure it out. Anyway, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Nostra Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Be sure to check out that last Perfect Cup question over in the Telegram chat, Telegram channel. Have make it a great day. We'll see you on LFTN this afternoon, and then we will catch up with you again in the morning.